Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Okay, we're back. Yes, indeed. Motes and Euler on Steelers Blitz, which is on Steelers Nation Radio for the next, well, it would have been two hours, but now we are already 30 minutes into Listen, this Don't thing, do math, right? man. You're working too hard. All right. You're working so too just hard. know until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but for those that might be listening at night or super early in the morning, because we know the show is always recorded in podcast, podcast form. It is 2021. I mean, come on. I mean, if you're not in the podcast game, I mean, like, do what you, are you do doing? Do you even exist? You know what I mean? Like, are you really a fan if you don't? Have us on the podcast if you're not subscribed. If you haven't left a review, five star or one star, no in between stars. Right, like you don't you realize that. Us? Oh, you hate us. I mean, it's a simple thing. All you do is just go wherever you find your podcast at wherever. Ever, it doesn't ever? matter. It doesn't matter ever, wherever. Ever, ever, okay. Ever? And all you gotta do is just type in Steelers Blitz with a Z. Ah, Zlatan Zoltan Zucker. <sighs> oh, Zamboni. Uh, oh, Zucchini. Uh, Zombie. That's me bleeding. So wherever you find your podcast, if you type in Steelers Blitz with a Z, you will be able to hear this. So I'm sure that people are tuning in right now. Of course. You know, to this in replay mode. They're, so shout you know, out to you. They're listening on their commute home. They're listening yes. tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Um, shout mm-hmm. out to you right now. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes you. Indeed. We're talking about you. But either way, either way, we are back from this break. And now we were talking about Julio Jones in terms of did we want him? Why would Chase Claypool want him? financially mm-hmm. would it work and before i left we also I posed, too oh, i mean it, just real quick i forgot to mention it would be nice to have him from the standpoint of that we could bump that uh that paul simon me and julio down by the schoolyard oh i didn't think about that i got the music you know we got, <sighs> that, that that's that's, that's game changer what, right there. i tell you what you think about here we go raps or, or, or something right there, i mean me and, Paul, me and Paul Simon go way back. Yeah, I like that right Down there. by the schoolyard. I like that. So we've asked a ton of questions, but before we left, before we went on that break, the little hiatus, they said the question would be, will it happen? Do me and you think this will actually happen? Because if we were talking about an offensive lineman, Morgan Moses, mm. I think it has legs. I think that that could potentially happen. If we were talking about a cornerback, Richard Sherman, ah, I can see the interest. I don't think it would necessarily happen, though. Yeah. So now here we go with Julio. Do you, Wesley Euler with the good hair, think that a trade will be facilitated between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Atlanta Falcons in order for us to acquire Julio Jones? No. <laughs> just, just, wow. <sighs> Motes. <laughs> If this was Madden, let's do it. I'd be all over it. Facts. All right. Who cares about the draft picks? Who cares about what, the salary what cap? What draft? Exactly. What draft? <laughs> I'll just start over a new franchise next year. Exactly. We'll be back to square one. Um, yeah, I, I, I will say this: as you and I have discussed a few times over the last few years, mm-hmm. 
the Steelers have done a lot of non-traditional Steelers things. Very, very non-traditional. Right? Trading up in the top 10 to get Devin Bush, mm-hmm. moving on from a first-round draft pick. As I like to famously say, for the first time since the Beatles were still mm-hmm. on tour, um, more active in free agency. Oh, oh so, we, so we just going to breeze over Minka? That was trading the first-round draft pick for the first time since the Beatles were on oh, tour. Oh, I thought that you were was... talking about the Devin Bush one. No, because that was the Minka one. That was trading up. Was well, still was trading. Yeah, no, I know. Like, right. yeah. Devin Bush first top ten pick on defense since yeah. Ron Woodson in the eighties. Uh, yeah. We've seen the Steelers do more, not like, more active with trades, more active yeah. in free agency stuff that we didn't traditionally view the Steelers doing. Mm-hmm. But Moats, this—if you were to say to me right now, what's the most surprising thing the Steelers could do in the month of June? Like, trade for Julio Jones might be my answer. Uh, okay, trade for Aaron Rodgers would be number one, <laughs> and then trade for Julio Jones would be number two. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's up there. Yeah. You know what they say happens when you assume? That you always get it right. I told you, you this already, right man. I've get, never been wrong when I've assumed anything. And you get anything. all the retweets on the Twitter.com. Absolutely. That's. I mean, everyone knows that. Uh, I, I do think, too, maybe, too, if, if Juju had signed somewhere else. Ooh, that does make it interesting, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it just it, it feels like too um, when you talk the way Julio does, right? Mm-hmm. It, it seems like he. How do we want to word this? In the same vein that I told you with Kyle Shanahan, Mozi, okay. right? Remember when I told you that like he he was just fibbing to it? Like they knew that they were taking um, Trey Lance the whole time. Correct. Everything else was just smoke and mirrors. Yes. When you make a move like that, you don't trade three first-round picks to, to move up to third overall to be like, well, I don't know. Correct. There's a few different guys here we could mm-hmm. draft. No, you moved up there because— he, That was the guy you wanted. That's the guy you yes. wanted to dance with. All right, you go to prom and you found the, the one you want to dance with. I think when Julio does all that stuff, you know, again, the quiet guy, the mm-hmm. soft-spoken guy, who when it comes to his contract, when it comes to anything, has never spoken out, has never, um, you know, banged the drum to make noise. I think he knows in his mind. I think when everything was kind of calculated, right? It, it seems like Seattle might be the destination. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson might be the guy. Yeah, because um, we definitely saw that connection instantly, right? But I think from the first teams get linked to him. I think from Julio's standpoint too. I think he's kind of, and, and we know too. That's the way this works a lot now. Guys just don't want traded. They oh, they want, they, they short, dictate short, where they want to go. List of where yes. they want to go. Um, and it feels like some of that is already in motion with Julio as well. Yes, I, I would definitely agree with that, man. Whew. That's crazy. But what say you? Man, you know I'm with you on this, baby. <laughs> I mean, this is the Pittsburgh Steelers. We don't make a lot of movement, man. We never have. I don't think we ever will. Even though we've done some little things of the recent few I mean of the sure, recent, sure. you know, history and things like that as you a whole. Minka. That's just not what we do, man. So I think that we follow suit with that. And like I said, man, this is a position group that is viewed potentially as the strongest group on the team. I mean, you can make a case that the wide receiver group is better than the secondary. When you factor in the lack of depth after, you know, Joe Hayden and Cam Sutton, yeah, you could make a strong case for that. Whereas at the wide receiver room, your weakest person is Ray Ray, Mc, uh, Ray, Ray McLeod, who is a beast of a return man. Yeah. So, no, it's true. If that's, yeah. if that's the guy at the bottom of your depth chart, you could certainly do a lot worse. Absolutely. So, I think from that perspective, it just doesn't make a lot of sense for the Steelers to even financially put themselves through that because – even though it wouldn't be damning to the cap, it's still going to have an impact on the cap. And it's unnecessary oh, when you think about the people that they already have in that room. So I agree. I concur. I do not think he will be in Pittsburgh. Verdict. Boom. So he'll, Sign, he'll, so he'll get traded later. here tomorrow then. Hey, man, if it works actually, like that, I'll be super like, happy. Probably like 20 minutes after we sign off just to render this episode 
void. No, <laughs> it makes it evergreen that way so they can laugh Null at us like, yeah, well, true. y'all said this. It's like, yeah, oh, just, just keep can, replaying it and keep bringing it up They can tweet us. us to old takes exposed or whatever it is. Yeah, that is pretty, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anywho, that's that, though, my friend. Uh, you want to look at some of these yeah, man. Let, let's get back to the dot-com real quick, man, before, before we, we uh, transition. Before we talk a little OTAs. Yeah. Uh, Annie says, don't see the Julio trade happening. Offensive line is a bigger need. But the me and Julio down by the schoolyard thing <laughs> that West mentioned sure makes it a lot more tempting. <laughs> Paul Simon. I mean, I'm just saying, maybe if we get Julio here, we'll start to you know, get Simon and Garfunkel back together. Hey. Are they? I would be a fan. I always. They're... Wait. All right. Hold on. I gotta, What's up? I got to turn my microphone off real quick Talk so nobody can hear me ask you this. Oh. They're both still alive, right? I believe so. Paul Simon. I'm, I'm almost positive Paul Simon still is. Yeah, because Simon has been hanging with Garfunkel. And Garfunkel was with Simon last week. Wait, what, what do you know? Yes, Paul Simon is still alive. 79 years old. I told you. What Cool names, too. Paul Simon, Art Garfunkel. They're pretty cool names. They are both still alive. That was suck. Both 79, year, both 79 years old. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I chased the shiny silver object there. Listen, when it comes to music, you people tell you want to talk about tempting, and he's saying it's tempting. He tempted me with all this music conversation. Uh, Don Juan says, no, it's 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 not going to happen. Um, he also says, did Chase think about having to give up his number 11? Oh. Uh, yeah, TMZ needs to get back on Chase and ask him about that one. But the amount of money that Julio would bless that man with, I don't think... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just a it's, it's quick, little, numbers. quick little check, and we'll make it happen. Like, like wait, when uh, what was it, Robert Golden and Joe Hayden? Yeah, yeah. certain numbers. You're like, oh, that's the guy that's paying. Oh, put another, <laughs> put another zero, put another zero on the end there, and we'll make this happen. You can have whatever number you want. <laughs> Don Juan says, uh, rather go for some depth at the linebacker position, like a Rashad Evans or a Leighton Vander Esch. Ooh, now he's another guy that people have been talking about, Leighton Vander Esch, and you know I loved him coming yeah. out of college. Do you want to talk about injury concerns, though? Yeah, correct. And for me, we haven't had any type of a uh, link in between those two of, oh, yeah, this is that or that's that. So I'm just Other like, than me. I might, right, be, right. I might be the only link. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not, that, that's, that's speculation trade. I'm not trying to go down that route. Yeah, that is, that is yeah. And, I, again, I love Leighton Vanderesh. When he's healthy, he's fantastic. But, man, he has not been healthy these last two that's seasons. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> and it's, it's not like it's just um, – he had some rough luck with a hamstring or something. It's, it looks mm-hmm. like some like he's got some neck issues and – Mm-hmm. That's one of those things. I don't know. Ask Peyton Manning. That's one of those things that's no, hard no, no, to. No, uh, not Peyton. Ask Antonio Pierce. Ask Antonio Pierce. There you Antonio go. Antonio Pierce is a pro bowler coming off of what a Super Bowl and had to just end it. It, it can be it's hard to play linebacker, can, inside linebacker. Hard to play a violent position with yes. neck issues. Yes, indeed. Well, it's probably hard to play any position with neck issues, but particularly a violent one. Yeah, linebacker. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Steel City GF says, I would love a player like Julio. Um, but with our quarterback position the way it is and looking towards the future, I wouldn't want to trade away any top draft picks. That's – hey, I – Well, now the the other part of that goes into how long you think Ben has, though. Well, because if, some people if feel you're like sitting ben in the locker is, uh, room saying Ben's going to play for two or three more years. Right, because some people do feel that. <clears throat> uh, Steeler Nation 920 also uh, – and this was before Don Juan says, I I want I would like to look at Leighton Vander Esch. Huh, interesting. Hey, you guys listen to the show. You're trying to appeal no. to my sensibilities here. Um, Steeler Nation also wants to I know mean, what – Leighton's a really good player. It's just – the health. That's it, always been the it's question. A, it's a pro bowler his rookie season, yes. right? Yeah, but it's since then he has not he been on the been field. Healthy, man. Not been on the field uh, as much, nearly as much as. And he'd even like to more see. so, it makes sense for Dallas to be willing to move him since they brought in Mike Parsons. We know uh, what Mike Parsons is. <laughs> we know. We know what that man is down there. 
And you know what, too? That might kind of be the um, what you like the the putting pieces together yeah. that tells you that the Cowboys. Come on now. Aren't too high on – and they just used a first-round pick on exactly. Van Der Esch two, two years, years ago, ago, three years ago. So, yeah, they are obviously – Because it was him – no, no, it was him two because Jalen Samuel was there. Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith was there the first year Correct. and then set out just because getting rehab. Because he had the ACL at and the And then they drafted Leighton. Yeah, Leighton's had two years with him. Yep. Yeah, and in the last the, – the last, so no, the last year was Leighton's third season with the Cowboys. Yes, uh-huh. First year played all 16 games, made the Pro Bowl. He was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, next two years, he's only played 19 games the last two seasons. So he's missed six last year, seven the year before. So he's played – sorry, not yet. He's played 19 games and missed, quick math, 13 in the last two years. Yeah. So he's only playing a little over half the games. Yeah, he's he's great when he's healthy, but eh, – Nah. Like, if he's a free agent and you can get him on a flyer, right, that's type, different. Like that's but right different, now, but in terms of still, right now, because yeah, he's still under a first round draft pick contract, so he still has a fifth year option, correct. if I believe. I mean, if I remember correctly, so yeah. Uh, Steeler Nation also wants to know what did we cook over the weekend? Oh, man. What the, oh, we did, um, uh, goodness, shrimp, bo- uh, shrimp boils. So we had like the, was it the foil? Was it shrimp, corn, doli sausage, like that whole little thing? And what else? It was something else I made. Oh, pork chops. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, no, it was something say, I you cooked. Me the, you yeah, sent me the picture. Yeah, yeah. I, I was getting get my pork chop on, man. Pork chop oh, and smoked corn. Yeah. Yeah, because my first time smoking corn. Like, corn on the cob smoked it. It was, love it. It's the best, isn't it? Absolutely. It's the best. It's just Absolutely. life changing. I got that smoker. It's life changing. I was like, changing. let me just try this. I've never done it. It was like, oh, it's, mm, okay. It's life changing. In the words of my daughter, it was busting. <laughs> So little Ava says, man, my, my little bussin'. My, my little middle girl. It's bussin'. Oh, this is <laughs> that's when you know you do it. When, yeah. when the kids are pulling out the slang, yeah, that's, kills when every know, time. that's when you know you're doing that it right. Bussin' right there. Like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um uh did a brisket over the weekend mm-hmm. and uh and did just did did burgers yesterday. Shout out to the brisket. Oh one of one of my friends, uh, it was his birthday, and so we kind of uh, he he lives you know not far from me, so we kind of tandemed it if that mm. makes sense, um, and it turned out it turned out really well because as you yeah, briskets they they can be a long process they take process. a lot of loving and a lot of attention oh man um, but yeah we had a brisket for the uh, for the Champions League final on on Saturday afternoon okay, okay. Um, so yeah brisket some burgers uh, always a, always a good weekend to be on the grill as the uh, as the weather starting to turn here. Um, David, the Photoshop extraordinaire, mm-hmm. uh, I, says, I never understood the running out onto the field, you know, streaking the field, streaking the court thing. But if you had to pick one gamer moment to run out and be a part of it, what would it be? Any sport and any era is on the table. Yeah, this is a good question because I've absolutely, I feel the same way. I'm like, what is the purpose of doing that? Getting arrested? <laughs> Getting mauled at times. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Debo. What did you see the dude? Was it last night? The uh, at the um, oh, it wasn't the Knicks playing. Oh my goodness, oh. was it? Bro- I think it was Brooklyn. Like it was Brooklyn. Yeah, where the guy, guy runs tackled. on the court, tries like tap the back where he gets like speared. But I'm, I don't want to get fan behavior. Hit, like, is like, nuts. Why? We're gonna talk about that a little bit. We will. Fans but, but, like, in the next segment. Why, why? I don't. I would never want to get hit. Like like for what reason? No. Like we don't. You're not even cool. In fact, you're like arrested. Probably banned for life. Maybe gonna do some time or get fined. Like that's not cool. I'm good on that. I mean, if I had to though, <sighs> it would probably, I'd probably do a- like a, at a like a golf event, like something like I'd go to the Masters and streak at Augusta because it's like the classiest thing ever. See, for me, I'd probably do like a concert. 
Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Cause, Could you imagine the look, though, like all the old people in their 80s at Augusta, like with their, or maybe like the Kentucky Derby, you know, like all these bourgeois people with their fancy hats and their, you know, $80,000 outfits. Uh-huh. And, Drinking their mint juleps. Okay. And just, oh, don't with their monocle on. I don't know why yeah. I'm just like describing the Monopoly man here all of a sudden, but but, but what but I was saying oh, is this darling, though. Look at this. Look at that young lad streaking naked across well, the infield. But but you you realize this right? The more upscale it is, the more bougier and fancier it is. Probably the harder they're coming down on you. Absolutely. <laughs> And probably the more violent the security is. So as they're over there, you know, with their tea and crumpets, talking about, oh, darling, look at look at this young fellow, the young lad. He's getting bloody, just bogged on there, you know, just elbow drop, knee drop, you know, the extra aggressive. I'm just like, I don't want that. In it. Like, I'm cool on that. I see the security at these places. They look like they are looking for a reason. Correct. They look like they need a reason to show their work. I don't want that type of energy around me. I agree. So that's why. I, I, it's like I, big bouncer energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like they, they, they like woke you wanted up. to be a UFC fighter. It just didn't quite look so, out for so you. So this is your chance. Just, yes. Just waiting. <laughs> yes. For somebody to try it. And, and, and we know, okay, all we want to do is streak. So we're not even going to be in the mindset of, oh, we should defend ourselves. No, we just want to streak and have fun. Ha, ha, and then we're going to be money. naked whenever. Naked, uh, getting beat up. Nah, I'm, like I said, I'm all the way good on cool it, baby. On I'm cool on it. Uh, I do have the, I do have my answer, though. I just thought. What's your answer, man? What you got? And then we'll never speak about it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game that shall not be named. Make sure it's a warm weather game. No, well, this was December 1st, 2007. That so could have been really bad for you then. It would have. there's a joke there but this is a pg show um the game that shall not be named between uh west virginia university and the school district located in the oakland Oakland area just because mozi i don't know maybe um maybe if i would have streaked in the middle of one of those LaShawn mccoy runs or something maybe it would have changed up the mojo it would have been like the butterfly effect right (sighs) like maybe if i'm willing to run out there on the field throw up the game uh, throw off the game i should Uh say um like the butterfly effect, where one thing right can have a ripple. Come and on, all. man! You know what the butterfly effect? It's the butterfly effect. That's man, what. It here's is, what man. I would have done. Here's what I would have done. I here's your answer, David. All right, yes. and then we'll move on, and we'll never speak about uh, the game or being naked again, <laughs> or being naked. The play again. before Love. Pat White got injured in the game that shall not be named. Uh huh. Because maybe if I, you know, he's about to take the snap where he got sacked and messed up his thumb. Maybe if I run out streaking there right before, it alters something. Butterfly effect. Pat White doesn't get hurt. W- Mozi, all I'm saying is that I would commit a felony for WVU to have oh won that national God. championship. <laughs> and I was only 16 years old, so I wasn't going to jail anyway. <sighs> you were funny. <laughs> and he wants to know. This is a question for Arthur Motes. Is oh it possible my. to have too much depth? At a given position, and if so, which one? Um, I wouldn't say it's impossible to have too much depth, and I don't think it's necessarily. I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. I just think it's more so. Sometimes you could be wasting talent if you have and five, development probably or, yeah too, talent yeah. development. If you have that many high end pieces or that much talent in one room, those guys aren't going to be able to grow the way they need to. And I always ask myself, okay, do you realistically need five high-level receivers to be successful in the NFL? Or can you have one high-end, two really good guys, and now use some of that money to upgrade the O-line, use some of that money to upgrade this position? Right. So I don't think it's a bad thing to have too much depth, but at the same time, if the depth is too high-end, Yes, because you're wasting away because of the salary cap. If there's no salary sure, cap, then it doesn't sure, hurt. Sure. It's just whose pockets are deeper. But when you have that hard cap the way that we do in the NFL, 
it makes it a little bit tricky in terms of that fine balance of depth, <clears throat> excuse me, high end depth on top of that, but not too financially high end. So. Correct. Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, you, you've you got to, in a salary cap league especially, yeah, you don't want um, talented guys that are, you know, commanding a nice nice chunk of the cap uh, playing in, in more depth roles. Uh, Annie also wants to know for you, okay, she asked a question mm-hmm. for each of us here, for you, how did someone, you know, your personality, your laughter, how did you get into Hulk mode for games? You know, a happy person like you. How well, did you, how did you break on through to the other side? How did you in, flip in, that in switch? In the words of the Incredible Ascend Hulk. Ascend into darkness. In the words of the Incredible Hulk, the secret is, I'm always angry. I'm always angry. Which is very factual, especially during my playing days. During my playing days, I was probably angry about 95% of the time. <laughs> Just as an angry guy, you know? I can't see it. Playing football, I'll do it to you. You would have to be there to understand. Ha ha. <laughs> so as a whole, I was always angry. The, the smile was more so to keep my anger from projecting on other people. I didn't want to be an in, energy vampire. So that was the mindset. But when it came time to play in the game, it just was all right. I could just be me. Mm-hmm. I can be this angry guy. I can be this guy that wants to hurt people. I can be the guy that enjoys trying to put my face mask on your face mask. And make your face mask become one with your face. Like, those are the things that I could do and enjoy and not be in trouble for. People would applaud it. So, for me, man, that was my mindset with it. I just blacked out there for a second. I thought I was sharing the studio with Hannibal Lecter. I'm sorry, man. That's With football, it, it takes me to a weird place sometimes. It's sure. like a true. It's a true love and hate relationship about, like, with cutting me. Cutting off someone's face and wearing like it. Like I said, it, 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 it takes me to dark places when it comes to games. <laughs> when when it's game time, it's just like I told you, man. My my routine before every game, I'm listening to my same three mm-hmm. songs like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. I'm texting my family, my wife, I love you, and that's it. Because it's like, hey, I love you. Because hey, man, this could be the last time you ever hear from me again. Because in my mind, that's where I'm willing to go once we go on the field. Sure. Like, I'm completely fine with the risk. I know what it's going to, you know, what it could come down to. So, for me, like, mentally getting into that point is is different. It's really different. No, it is. And that's, I mean, that's something that. Because that... you can't go out there with that thought process. Right. I don't want to get hurt. Oh, that's, I mean, that's right. the, in, any, in any type of, especially in the national yeah. football. But in any, I don't care if it's high school. If you have, are playing a contact sport with the mentality of, I don't want to get hurt, like you're, yeah. you're going to get hurt. So for me, I took it the extreme. I'm going to go over the top aggressive. Like, I'm going to be the one dishing it out. You're going to wear someone's face. No, I got, I got it. Yeah. I got it over there, so, Anthony Hopkins. L- listen, I apologize for having to take this to a dark place, okay? But I blame you for that question. So I just hope that wherever you're listening right now, you can understand what you just did to me, okay? You brought back that emotion, that feeling. I almost started to bite on Wes's nose. Hello, Clarice. I just can't help myself at times. Annie said, for me, do you have naturally good hair or do you work at it? <laughs> Annie, it's kind of like... um. That's a good question. It's kind of like your beach body in your <laughs> 20s versus your rest of your life, right? Uh Recently, I've had <laughs> to start working at it a little bit. All right, all right. Like, when you're in your twenties, you don't really have to work <laughs> on your beach body. You go for a run. You do some push-ups See, and sit-ups is, in the spring, you, and you're good to go. I, I feel a little slighted in this conversation. Do you? Yes, because I've never had that opportunity to just chill with my beach body and not have to work out. It was always working out. It was year-round. Yeah, well, I've never been able to. Yeah, I was like, I've been able to Hannibal Lecter someone's I, face I was, off I was like, in my college years, in my twenties, I was like, man, I, I missed all that. <laughs> Here's what it was kind of like, Annie. That that's my comparison, right? Is you know when I'm when I'm in college, when I'm yeah. just out of college, 
you can give minimal effort. You can eat whatever you want, right? But do some push-ups, do some sit-ups, um, run or play hockey, right? And 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 good to go. Kind of same with the hair. Like I never, until I was probably 28, 27, 28 years old, I never put anything in my hair. Nice. Just water. Just water. That was it. But you know, again, kind of like your body, the metabolism slows down, the hair thins out a little bit. Mm-hmm. You got to work at it. I don't still put a ton of effort into it, but I do. I. I just have this little, it's like this, almost like a paste putty thing, you know, that I just run a little bit through my hair to thicken it up a little bit. So, Annie, recently I've had to work at it, much like my beach body, Um, but for the majority of my life. Much like my beach body. (laughs) For the majority of my life, it did come naturally. You like, that was a good parallel, wasn't it? I I see what you did. I like that, man. That 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 was was pretty good. That was pretty solid. Uh, Thrash says, anyone catch the Blue Angels over the weekend? I did not, but I've seen them a couple times before. It's always amazing. Yes, they're they're insane. One time, I think I've told you this before. It was during our honeymoon. My wife and I uh, had we were in we did um, Washington and Vancouver, so Mm -hmm. like Seattle and Vancouver, like Pacific Northwest and into Canada for our honeymoon. And uh, we were we rented a boat one day in Seattle that we were out there, and Mm -hmm. we're just out in the Pacific, and the Blue Angels were drilling over us. Like they were they were they had a performance the next day. And it was it was insane. Like we're just laying out there in the Pacific Ocean. They're just like it was amazing. It was amazing. Do you think you could ever do that? Heck no. Listen, wearing these glasses, I might kind of look like Tom Cruise in Top Gun, but I don't think I'd have the stomach for that. Mozi, I was gonna say I definitely don't have the gravitas. The gravitas. No. no, Yeah, and and you know what's funny too is like I used to be a thrill seeker in regard of like roller coasters for days. Mm I used Cedar Point, all that. Yeah. I was any ride, you name it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've I've cooled off a little bit in that regard. You know what? I'm actually glad to hear that because I too used to be the same way. I was no front no, row. no, no I want to no, be scared. right in the front. Yep. I'm not holding on. As I've gotten older, it's like ah. Moats last uh, or two no, sorry two summers no, ago, I took, oh my. I took my I took my sister and one of her friends to Hershey Park, and oh, I was like, man. "This is a little different." Yes, this is yes, a little different yes. No, wait a second, I don't this, like this as much as I used to. This is it had to be two years ago because before the pandemic and everything, we're at Kennywood. I got my oldest, and she's like, "Yeah, Dad, man, let's ride it." I'm like, "Yeah, man, I do this, man. Like, I roller coaster, roller coaster, you know." And this is like the first real roller coaster, like that she was actually old enough to to get on with confidence. And I'm riding this thing, I'm like. Yo, I'm low-key scared. No! Dude, like that top thrill, the Yo. top thrill dragster at Cedar Point. Oh, like, no chance I'd do that now. No chance. You had to like sign a waiver what? and all this stuff. When I was when I was 18, I was like, I would are you kidding Listen, me? Listen, it used to be times that I would look in the parking and it was like, okay, that's the scariest ride out here. I don't care if they just had mechanical failure. I'm gonna get on it. I got to and I'm be in the front. 100%. <laughs> like, now I'm and now cool. I'm like, hey. I'm cool. We don't have to do that. Hey, you said you, you want. Ride, you can ride that by yourself. Tell me, tell me, tell Could I interest you in shooting basketball for, for a pay? We could shoot for hours if you want. How about this water ride over <laughs> here? <laughs> you said you want to go get some cotton candy. Oh, okay. Let's do that. <laughs> Hey, yeah, come on, man. let's go to uh, Kitty Land. Come yeah, on. Man. Or Little Kennywood, right? What do they call it? No, nah, man, Kennywood? I, I even rode this little, the little train, the little train thing they got over uh, a little. Kangaroo yeah, 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 all right. Yeah, nah, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. That's what you know. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> when yep. the kangaroo bounce starts to give you the butterflies. Like, I'm cool on this, man. <laughs> Motes, we got a million tweets here. All right, last last one, though. This will yeah. be a good one before we go to break, and then we'll, we'll get the rest of these on the other side, obviously. Sensei. 
uh, says last week you guys were playing some Najee audio. We heard him say that his biggest adjustment coming to the Berg was just the Yinzen, right? <laughs> the, the, yeah. The the Yinzer, P- P- Pittsburghese, uh, the man. Pittsburghese. Yes. Yeah. So Sensei wants to know Arthur Motes, what was your biggest adjustment coming to Pittsburgh, and what was my biggest adjustment when I moved to Philadelphia? Oh, man, my biggest adjustment was probably just tunnels not being in water. <laughs> yeah, growing up in Virginia, all of our tunnels are in water. Like, every tunnel you go through, we're deep down in the water, which is funny because, for me, I thought that, that was, like, normal. I thought all tunnels were always going to be in water. Get here, obviously, no tunnels in water. Tunnels through mountains. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But – it doesn't bother me either way, but that was the thing for me that I had to get used to. Yeah. Just like, no, wow, for sure. okay, this is different. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, for me, for Philly, it was, uh, it, you know, it has to do with traveling. I would say probably like um, like parking and public transportation. Mm, okay. Um, it's, it's Philadelphia. It's like the sixth or seventh biggest oh, yeah. city in always, the country. Yeah, you always parallel parking there's, out there, man. There's, there's yeah. nowhere to, like, it's, it's That's I mean, like if you terrible. think if you think yeah. traffic and parking are bad in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. um, here here's just a little stat for you. Pittsburgh, is, or Philadelphia, this is the way I should put it, has five times the population of Pittsburgh. Yep. But it's twice the size. Mm-hmm. So think about that. It's twice the size, but with five times more people. Yes. Um, parking is is terrible. No, no, no. It's Co- not good. It's not good. Commuting is terrible. Uh, so public transportation. When I, yeah. when I you know when I first got to Philly, I was still trying to drive to work all the time. I was paying way too much for parking. I was struggling to find parking until I just, you know, Decided to be a man and, and start taking the subway, which I ended up loving. Hmm. I get from my uh, front door to work in like 12 minutes. Cost See, that, me a dollar and 20 cents. That's for me, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like I, I, I like the control of being able I to I do drive. too. But that's weird because I've never been, I've never lived like, in Philly. Right, right. And how much that would cause or the headache of it. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. As opposed to like. An hour of sitting in traffic versus right. a twelve-minute train ride. It was Along a, it was a no-brainer. Trying to figure out where you're going to park each day. Like, no that, brainer. That gets old, man. No brainer. So yeah, my biggest yeah. adjustment to Philly was like it, that's the one thing about Pittsburgh too. It's it's you you don't complain. It's easy to find parking in Pittsburgh it compared is. to a lot of whether cities. street or in a deck. It's it, plenty it's, of decks it's around. So much easier yes. to find parking in Pittsburgh. That's when I laugh yeah. when people are like, if they're going to develop the Civic Arena site, where is everybody going to park? Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're they're building more bars down on the North Shore. Where's everybody going? The park. Plenty of room. Go to any other city. All right. Yes. We're we're very fortunate to have yes. the parking that we have here. Very in fortunate, man. Very fortunate. <sighs> but when we come back, man, we're gonna continue on with these tweets. But we also got to talk about something that's been happening from a national standpoint. Oh yeah. <sighs> I'm excited for this conversation. I am as well, man. I am as well. So when we come back, man, we will be talking about a certain tennis player that has officially withdrawn from the French Open. Hmm. <sighs> And some uh, maybe some fan media backlash as well, too. I mean, who's right? Who's wrong? Are there winners? Are there losers? Well, but what we do know is this. This is Motes and Euler. Still is Blitz on SNR.